raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. The Hammer and Nigel Show. It is the Hammer and Nigel Show. I'm Jason Hammer. Big Nige is out. Guy Relford is in. And normally, Thursday is the day that Rob Kendall comes in here, flips out, and goes off the rails. But I wanted to get Rob in here early. You'll be back tomorrow. Oh, great. But I wanted you to come in here today to reset just a fascinating conversation you and Casey had earlier in regards to this Brownsburg school scandal. So let's start from the very beginning. Maybe somebody's turning on the radio that doesn't know what we're talking about. Very briefly reset the Brownsburg school scandal. Yeah, so several months ago, it came to light that a special needs student, a highly autistic student, was forced to eat his own vomit by multiple people who were employed at the school. That has resulted in multiple criminal charges against multiple people. The student in question and his family have hired uh, Catherine Michael and Tammy Meyer, who are just two awesome education-based attorneys, and now this case criminally and civilly is playing itself out. This was a story that was getting some national headlines. I know I've seen it on Fox and even CNN on the website, special needs student being forced to eat their own vomit. So you had a chance to speak with the attorneys today. Take me through what you learned in that conversation. Well, you know, we we wanted to get an update on this because as these things so often do, hey, it's a big story and then it just goes by the wayside and the people who may have done horrific things or the entity that may have allowed or not properly had oversight for horrific things, they just go unpunished and we just go back to business as usual. And so often these school systems are allowed to skate despite horrific, awful things happening because, well, you know, we're the school, we're infallible, we're the best, we're number one. And so we're just not allowing that to happen. And we want to keep this story at the forefront, especially as things develop. And you were the one, I want to give you credit here, you were the one that broke this story. You had it first. Yeah, well, I actually got it from someone very high up in the Brownsburg Community School Corporation who will never be named because they have seen what they saw what was happening. And look, I'm not going to say attempted cover-up, but I'm going to say a complete really lack of transparency in all of this. And they said, you need to know because you have the platform to be able to tell people about what's Dude, going on. Dude, you're preaching to the choir. When you speak against the grain, like I saw this with the Atterbury stuff, yeah. even though you're 100% right, there's a lot of people that want you to be wrong because they've got some sort of stake in it. Yeah, and we've talked about this before. How many times do we do stuff and it proves to be 100% right? And it's unfortunate there are people in these school systems, just like the government, just like Camp Atterbury with you guys, who want the information to get out, but know, hey, if I'm the one that puts it out there, I'm donezo. Let's give it to this guy because he has the platform to get it out there. So you're speaking with these attorneys, and I'm in my car driving up here, and one of the things that was fascinating to me when I was listening to this was, I think it was you 
you ask them, how long have these types of things been going on? Like, what happens to special needs students in the Brownsburg School District? Yeah, so there were three things that really came out of this. And the facts are not in dispute of what happened. This is not like, oh, this totally didn't happen. People have seen the video. Law enforcement's seen the video. Criminal charges have been filed. This kid was forced to eat his own vomit. And there were three things that they talked about today that were really eye-opening. Number one, the the family has asked, hey, this kid had this traumatic experience here. Until this thing is adjudicated, we would like for the school to help him get into another school or have private at-home education. He obviously has severe special needs. He needs some help until this can get situated. The school system, according to these attorneys, has told him to kick rocks on that. We're not helping you. The second part is the mother was, is an employee of the Brownsburg school system. She is a single mother who lost her husband to cancer. So she is the sole provider for this kid and her family. She has said, I do not want to come to work each day in a place where my child was forced to eat vomit. So again, until this thing gets resolved, is there some way you could help me continue to provide for my family, yet not have to go to work each day in a place and for a group of people who forced my kid to eat vomit? And she got told no. And when we say special needs, that can mean a lot of things. But in this case, it's pretty severe. This was a child that was not really able to be verbal and communicate. Yeah, it, it is severely autistic, and it just blows my mind that we always hear, you know, the always the argument for unlimited money for public education is it's about the children. Children first. Nobody cares more about the children than the public school system. You have a kid who had the, one of the most horrific things imaginable happen to him, one of the most vulnerable people imaginable it happened to him, and this school system to both the kid getting the help he needs and the mother be able to provide for these kids and her family without being subjected to basic, you know, mental torture, according to these attorneys, they're getting absolutely no help. The, the you know, the giant middle finger from the Brownsburg Community School Corporation, according to these attorneys. And this is a Brownsburg School Corporation. They're always really quick to tell you we're number one. Look at all this testing. Look at all these other criteria factors. We're number one. They shove that number one in your face. But this is horrific. And it wasn't just one person. That's the thing that really eats at me as like a father, Robin. Now you can get behind this. You've got a child, too. Multiple people were involved in this trying to be heinous to a child. Yeah, and you've got to be, you've got to, I think it's a real stretch of the imagination to believe. So five people, I think, were charged in this. They're on video. It's in a crowded cafeteria. And that's key. It's on video. Yeah, and we are led to believe that for basically two months, that what, five people, you know, if one person knows about it, it's getting out. We're led to believe that five people kept it to themselves. And I continue to ask the question on how a superintendent in Brownsburg who rules that place with an iron fist and takes great pride in the fact that he rules with an iron fist could not have known about this for basically two months. I, I, I question how is that possible or people under him couldn't have known. The other thing, Hammer, that they disclosed, and I've heard rumors of this for a very long time. I've heard from parents off the record whose kids have experienced it. If your kid is a special needs student and he or she misbehaves to a point where I guess the educator or person overseeing them decides, they can essentially throw them in what what is it's called a quiet room or a closet where they basically, and we don't know exactly what happens in there, they kind of just toss them in there 
And I don't know, do they figure it out for themselves? Are they left alone? Is there someone who checks in on them? This was, I think, the most disturbing part of all of this, that this closet or quiet room or whatever, we finally have definitive proof this thing definitely exists. We're chatting with Rob Kendall. He had a chance to speak to the attorneys earlier today representing the mom and child in Brownsburg, the child that was forced to eat vomit. So where do we go from here? What's next? Well, I think one of the things that the the attorneys were asking for is if you're a person, and now they're talking about it in Brownsburg specifically, but I think they want to hear from everyone who has experienced what you believe your child being abused mentally or physically or treated wrongly, they need to hear from people. Because this is what happens. People, they talked about the amount of people who are fleeing the public education system. And we have seen that. The numbers, the numbers show this. But the problem is when these people leave, they just go, I've had enough of this. I'm out of here. They don't tell anybody. And the, the public education system are still allowed to do these things because they're not held to account because the person is packed up and gone to a, a private uh, school system. They've got to know about this. We need more people to start talking about this because that's how you hold people people accountable. And listen, this isn't just a Brownsburg story. I hope I'm wrong, but let's have a real conversation here. Unless you're totally naive, this is probably happening at other places as well. Oh, absolutely. And this is what breaks my heart is multiple people have come out to me since the story broke and said, my kid was in that quiet room. This bullying happened to my special needs kid. People have got to start speaking up. And I know a lot of people say, well, I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to be punished in the community. I don't want to be looked upon poorly. You gotta, you gotta, to, it's you've got to start speaking up because this is why it keeps happening. Whether it's a school board meeting at you know Hamilton Southeastern, whether it's this drowning incident at Whiteland, whether it's what's happening at Brownsburg, you're absolutely right. It might be uncomfortable for a lot of people to come out and say, I'm going to speak because what happened here is not right, or I don't think everybody's on the up and up here. It's tough to do it, but you have to. We, we move the needle, we, us, WIBC, in terms of conversation. We start conversations, we start we shine spotlights on things, we force people to talk about stuff. But ultimately, it's the parents. Look, my kid is not in public school yet. I, I don't, you know, and my kid, thankfully, has not been affected by this yet. The most amount of impact in terms of actually changing policy or changing the people who implement the policy or getting something done is going to come from regular people who have been impacted. So if you are one of those people, I know it's hard, but you got to speak up. Last thing here before we let you go. Where are all of these folks running for office or current <laughs> office holders at? Because this is a major story. Where are all the gubernatorial candidates here? One of them was hitching her wagon as being the education woman in McCormick. Where are everybody else at? Well, and I this rests on the Indiana Republican Party, because on one hand, they admit in the most recent budget, boy, it is so bad in the public school system, we got to throw more money than ever before at the voucher program to get you people the hell out of here. Then on the other hand, the angry red-shirted teachers come and yell at them, and they go, ooh, sorry for having ideas, and they throw more money than ever before at public education. They have got to starve this beast. They keep feeding this beast and enabling this sort of behavior. So if anybody is listening, and maybe they're not as out there as we are, Rob, but they've got some sort of story they want to bring to you, 
Where can they go? Rob at WIBC.com, at Rob M. Kendall on Twitter. We want to tell these stories because we want justice for these kids who can't protect themselves. The Kendall and Casey Show every Monday through Friday from 9 to noon right here at 93 WIBC. Rob, thank you. Thank you, Hammer. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.